हेलो एवरीवन दिस इज दर्शन महाराजा योर को पैसेंजर ऑन आवर कैनेडियन जर्नी एट योर सर्विस टुडे ऑन ट्वेल्थ ऑफ अप्रैल 2022 एंड समथिंग हैपेंड लास्ट वीक दैट मेड मी थिंक दैट आई शुड टॉक अबाउट आर फ्रॉट रिलेशनशिप विद द ऑयल इंडस्ट्री विद फॉसिल फ्यूल्स इन जनरल द काइंड ऑफ एंटी सेंटिमेंट दैट इज ग्रोइंग in our country while other countries are merrily going about extracting and selling their resources let's get to that after this uh, music that i have always associated with journeys so what happened last week was uh, two things actually uh, the government gave approval federal government gave approval to the project bay du nord of the coast of newfoundland and labrador for oil extraction and ndp leader jagmeet singh had his predictable reaction to this he tweeted out let me read the tweet for you he said the ipcc that is intergovernment panel on climate change released a scathing report that it's now or never in the climate crisis what was justin trudeau's response his government moved quickly to approve bay du nord justin trudeau attends climate rallies but when it really matters he only shows up for his buddies in big oil end of quote of course in the eyes of jagmeet singh there is only one entity involved when any oil extraction project is concerned and that is big oil he ignores all the small businesses that exist around each project and in the industry generally and they also benefit there is this uh, fascination almost obsession with big oil where oil somehow is Uh, the project is owned by one of the big oil companies and then it magically transports itself refines itself and makes itself available at the gas pump and other other points of sale so he is of course uh, not able, we know that he is not able to see all the other ecology actually of the fossil fuels industry and oil industry in particular so i thought uh, maybe we can discuss that because i want to bring in some observations and experiences that i had in india about large industrial projects having an impact on the environment definitely they do anything that humans do has an impact on the environment uh, some time ago i came across uh, research saying that uh, when humans first showed up in a place that now we know as new zealand it led to a lot of environmental da- damage including species going extinct so it's going to happen we can use our science and technology to minimize that but trying to do away with all of that impact that we have on the environment is a fool's errand it's not going to happen 
And the second thing, which isn't new for almost all of us, is the hypocrisy of anyone who is so stridently against oil and gas. Because they continue to benefit from a very comfortable lifestyle, enabled by oil and gas. And uh, speaking of Jagmeet Singh himself, he has that uh, BMW, which isn't within the reach of a lot of people. And apart from the gas that it uses to run, there is a lot of parts inside that are made from oil, petrochemicals, dashboard and the foam for the seats. And I had the opportunity to witness the manufacturing of that foam a chemical called toluene diisocyanate, butyl acrylate, all those petrochemicals are put together to make foam. So these are all the things that wouldn't exist and therefore his magical electric vehicle wouldn't exist without the benefit of the oil industry. At the extreme end of it, we have the Green Party former leader Elizabeth May who kept claiming and keeps claiming that oil is dead while she was seen uh, moving about in an open-top V8 engine car. I believe it's called Thunderbird Viper, but I hesitate to pronounce that second part of the name because for a South Asians, distinguishing between V and W is very difficult and it's not our fault because when the British asked someone what's your name and he said Ravi and they wrote it as R-A-V-I, whereas it should actually be R-A-W-I. So we are typically confused between V and W. So I'm not pronouncing that second part of the name. But basically she was claiming that oil is dead and while benefiting from that. So that's the hypocrisy that we know about in a lot of detail and everybody has their own uh, extensive ideas about it. So I'm not going to spend time on that. Instead, let's uh, focus on the energy part and the petrochemicals part. Because even the energy that was used to make that BMW that Jagmeet Singh has, it came from oil and gas to a large degree at least. Because uh, Germany, as we have discovered recently, uh, is uncomfortably reliant on Russian supplies of oil and gas. So there is this big oil entity, a kind of amorphous, sinister, mysterious entity that preys upon first the environment and then on people and endangers the future of the planet itself according to that ideology. Although I happen to believe that the planet is going to be just fine whether we are around or not. I mean it has existed for eons and eons before we showed up and it will continue to exist in one form or another. But going beyond what everybody knows, let me bring in my experience of uh, witnessing this uh, large projects that can have and of course do have an impact on the environment around them. What I used to see was anytime such a project was announced, first of all, there was a lot of consultation process. And from that moment on, different groups got involved. And specifically, it was the trade unions that jumped into the fray because their concern was... Uh, safeguarding the interests of the people who were going to be hired in the protest on the project and uh, yeah maybe protesting too uh, beforehand uh, trying to you know secure ground before the battles break out but that that used to be their focus always 
बिकॉज एनी टाइम अ प्रोजेक्ट ऑफ दिस मैग्नीट्यूड और इवन लेसर मैग्नीट्यूड इज इम्प्लीमेंटेड एंड देन यू नो इट एक्जिस्ट एज एन ऑन गोइंग बिजनेस देर इज अ लॉट ऑफ डायरेक्ट एंड इनडायरेक्ट जॉब्स दैट आर क्रिएटेड इन दैट एरिया द इकोनॉमी ऑफ द एरिया बेनिफिट्स फ्रॉम ऑल दैट इकोनॉमिक एक्टिविटी लॉट ऑफ पीपल मे हैव टू मूव टू दैट लोकेशन एंड देन हाउसिंग इज रिक्वायर्ड फूड्स यू नेम इट एवरीथिंग इज रिक्वायर्ड सो ऑल दी वॉट वी कॉल इन टूडेज जार्गन स्टेक होल्डर्स दे यूज टू बी इन द फ्री एंड ऑल द टाइम देयर बेज लाइन वॉज दैट द प्रोजेक्ट वॉज गोइंग अहेड हियर वी हैव यू नो द मेन पॉइंट ऑफ डिफरेंस with the extreme left in canada and what i saw in india is that they don't want in canada the extreme left they don't want the project to go ahead at all so in a nutshell the difference between the political left of india and the political left of canada is that in india they were saying that these are the conditions on which you can create jobs whereas in canada they are saying that these jobs should not exist at all now this is ignoring all the other impacts apart from the jobs themselves the tax revenue to the government including the gst hst as applicable and the royalties from the extraction itself the direct income tax on the industrial entity owning the project all those things are going to fund social programs which the left wants to expand all the time we have just seen recently how dental care has come in pharma care they are working on where is all this money going to come from it's doesn't appear to be their concern that this could actually be useful for their own objectives they are against oil and it's an article of faith for them to be against oil there is no amount of reasoning or logic that is going to change their opinion that's how i am seeing it and even in india we have our first nations issues also we call them adivasi meaning original inhabitant and at a time when the project involves lands that are either owned by the first nations or within their traditional territory where they forage there are still people doing that they forage in the forest or on lands that are otherwise uninhabited and there are groups representing them also some are do gooders and some are genuine and they will jump into the phrase saying hey this land is being lost for use for these people who have used it for millennia and therefore they have to be compensated and then all that wrangling as i said happens with the bedrock assumption that the project is going ahead whereas here we have a severe doubt as to whether this can go ahead i mean bad you know fortunately looks like it's going to go ahead but on the other projects it's never a given that it would finally go ahead they we have seen out west and in british columbia how projects can be mired in delays for years and years until the original promoters give up and throw in the towel i haven't seen that happen in india and one point that results from that is the investment climate in the country and that is a big concern for many 
and we see reports from time to time that uh, because of this opposition to projects like this canada is becoming less uh, attractive as an investment destination globally but that's also a little bit confusing i used to believe that until i came across a report in the financial times a uh, couple of days ago saying that uh, canadian banks have doubled their investment in the oil sands the report says tar sands but that's probably because of the ideological bias of the writer but the oil sands in alberta has seen a doubling of investment by canadian banks so until recently the grouse used to be that all these banks are declaring their own net zero targets by 2050 but maybe it's all posturing they know that in today's climate social climate i mean they have to say these words in order to become more acceptable or less unacceptable to a sizable constituency so maybe they are just saying we'll go net zero by 2050 in the meantime they'll do what is profitable so that is also a little bit uh, tricky to figure out whether canada is uh, considered a good destination for investment or not i mean globally it could be something else we have seen major investors pulling out like warren buffett pulled out of that uh, natural gas project in uh, quebec so it, i think it's it's a little bit more nuanced than saying it is either this or that and that seesaw happens because there is a degree of inconsistency that i am seeing in the approval of these projects this is probably going to make it necessary for the liberal party at the federal level uh, in view of their recent nuptials with the ndp that they will have to balance this out by rejecting the next proposal which maybe will come from alberta so they can reject it and then placate the ndp but it's only going to lead to increased sense of western alienation so you get a very unusual case where a compromise increases divisiveness because the compromise is with one party and divisiveness is with another constituency so they may think that politically they have achieved a compromise by counterbalancing the approval of one project with rejection of another but then there are regional issues here the one that was approved was in a liberal friendly area and the one that might get rejected would be for lack of a better term a liberal hostile area so again it's going to create further uh, fissures in our political landscape and then of course there is the issue of what this does to the future of the ndp a lot of people are writing them off but i think we need to scrutinize a little bit further because there is whether you like it or not a growing constituency in canada that views uh, fossil fuels as the incarnation of evil and then there are on a less uh, extreme part of the spectrum there are people who believe that we need to be doing away with fossil fuels not recognizing that the global demand for oil has now uh, once again reached its uh, pre-pandemic 
levels is not going to go away the smart thing to do is to sell it while there is a market for it if oil is dying if that is true then the smart thing to do is to sell the product while there is demand and then uh, use that money for the transition which norway is doing by the way their sovereign wealth fund is more than 1 trillion dollars us and they are at the forefront of uh, investments and technological development in alternative energy or at least one of the countries that are at the forefront saudi arabia is diverting its uh, gas output from one particular area to making blue hydrogen which is another form of alternative energy so that is the smart way to go about it if you know first of all demand for oil and gas is going to be around for a few decades at least but if you genuinely believe that it's a dying product then you make hay while the sun is shining sell it as much as you can because by your own assumption or by your own theory it's not going to be sellable at some point in the future so while there is market you sell it get the money use that money to make all the technological innovations and facilitate transition and that's as i said the, the smart way of doing it so globally i think canadians are not individual canadians but as a society we are chumps <laughs> energy chumps where we don't know what is the best option for us whereas a lot of other people do and sometimes we look down our noses on them the arab countries for example even uae is into uh, conducting research on uh, hydrogen energy and they are using both their physical resource the gas and the money that they are getting from their uh, fossil fuels to look for the next stage i think i have written about this in one of my articles that uh, you know our resources are enough to ensure our present prosperity and our future prosperity and by shutting down that source we are doing a disservice to our present and to our future but talking of future ndp might still have a future they may you know, manage to hang around although they have uh, slid drastically from their high point in 2011 when they managed to become uh, the official opposition in ottawa and every election they have lost seats but they may bounce back i mean you never know politics is a, a mercurial game so in the meantime the more we talk about this the more we bring it to the attention of people who aren't of the same opinion as us because otherwise we are just preaching to the converted so especially young people they are just forming their uh, political opinions and for them to realize that this is the smart way of ensuring their future is prosperous might benefit us all i mean i saw this tweet by jagmeet singh and the idea had been floating around in my head for a few days so i thought today i'll uh, sit down and talk to you about it i hope you liked my discussion on this and do let me know what your views are in the comments i'll see you the next time until then goodbye